Well, hello, this is Jamie Oichel from runningrestaurants.com, where we bring you the tips, tools, and techniques you need to make your restaurant more profitable and successful. Today, I've got a great one question with episode for you with Laura Yetzi of the Safranco Advisory Group, which helps restaurant owners and prospective operators buy and sell hospitality businesses. Here we go. All right, Laura, let's go through the timeline of a deal, right? So walk me through a typical deal from the listing process to the sale and beyond. What does it look like? Well, I mean, each deal that we take on is completely different from the next. Uh, you know, a cafe without a liquor license here in, in you know, Pennsylvania is completely different than selling a full-blown restaurant operation that does have a liquor license and, and may even do catering with a food truck. So, you know, it's, it's hard to save the timeline of a, a deal because they all vary. But a pretty good average is six to nine months from listing to closing. 85% um, of the time we do have an offer within six months of listing the restaurant. Closing can take anywhere from, you know, without a liquor license, we can close in as quickly as 45 days, 90 days. With a liquor license, the state gets involved and there's, you know, bit of a process that you know has to happen with the transfer um it, it's there are factors like traditional financing versus investor financing um if you know a buyer is coming to the table and they do need traditional financing with the bank there's going to be a bit more paperwork and a bit more time added on to you know that timeline and then is, is there real estate involved anytime there's real estate involved with the purchase and again that adds more time to the table i jotted down a few things there that i i wasn't thinking about right out of the gate what are uh, due diligence type things that happen in the process? So uh, just uh, you know, thinking of as, as a home buyer, you buy the home and you love it, but then all of a sudden, then you finally dig in and you find the, the cracks and the warts. What are some of the key due diligence things you walk uh, buyers and you know, to some extent sellers through? The due diligence um, period typically is right around 60 days, and that's for a buyer that's buying a operation that does have a liquor license. Without a liquor license, they usually do, do you know perform their due diligence in 30 days. They're looking at the lease. They're making sure that the lease is transferable, that the terms are fair, that there's you know that they have the option periods on the lease. So I mean that's one thing that we're walking a buyer through the importance of really going through that lease. Another thing we're walking them through is the financials. Um, you know, three years of financials is what we want to see. We don't want to see that sales dropped, you know, significantly 10%, 20% year after year. You want to see that sales, sales have remained steady. I mean, that's, that's pretty bad, but I mean, you want to see obviously that sales have grown. Um, another thing is, is, you know, business valuations. Anytime there is traditional financing and the bank is involved, they do want to sort of do their own valuation. So they, you know, come out there and they're taking a look at everything from the furniture, fixtures, equipment, to the sales records, to, you know, the inventory in place and just um, the condition of the building, the lease, all of it to sort of make certain that this is something that they want to, to stand behind. It's good. I'm glad you mentioned that because I said the last thing I was going to hit you with is the financing piece, uh, how how that goes, where the hiccups can be, and I guess you kind of hinted at a couple of them in terms of the bank could make a big call out that says, "Hey, we're about to give you a bunch of money, but this doesn't back it up or tell the same story." Any other callouts or 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 if you could add to what's more common for financing these days, is it straight up cash? Is it partners coming in with? Uh, multiple banks or people raising money from friends and family. What are some of the some of the things you're seeing? 
So we, we see it all. We see it all. We see friends and family is huge. You know, the, a lot of times with the chefs that are going out on their own, this is their dream to have their own restaurant. Um, you know, they're pulling with their friends and family. Um, we do see investors coming in. That's usually with our seasoned operators that already have one or two operations. They're successful and now they want to branch off and open up a second or a third, maybe change up the concept, do something different. They're bringing in investors that are standing behind that person because of their track record and their history. And then we see a lot of traditional financing for the first time buyers. Um, you know, they're, they're going to tap into their 401k, they're tapping into their savings to sort of make this dream a reality, but they still need the bank to step in and, you know, and help along the way. Yeah, there's, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's a dream marketplace, right? People have this dream and there's so many different ways that it can come about. And I like the things you talked about there. Uh, every deal is different. Uh, time frame can be six to nine months and so forth. Due diligence, financing, a lot of stuff can come up along the way. So, and you do, you want to you find out uh, way, the way things are working and make sure you love the process uh, that you're going to be buying into. So good stuff there. I appreciate it, folks. That was Laura Yetzi of the Sofranco Advisory Group. You can find them on the web at www.sofrancoadvisors.com. For more great restaurant marketing, operations, service, people, and tech tips, stay tuned to us at runningrestaurants.com. We'll see you next time.